Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and I am super excited to be coming to you today with another fresh new guest interview to start your day, and I'm very excited about this one. This one is a uh, friend that we got to meet at the Equip Expo. Uh, it was so cool getting to... Was it Equip or LAL that we that we got to talk? LAL. Was it LAL? Okay. Well, I, did, yep. I, did you go to Equip? Yeah, this was my first year at both of them. Okay. I think I saw you at Equip too, though. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember. Maybe we didn't get to talk, but I'm pretty sure I saw you there. Yeah, we definitely get, didn't get to talk. I didn't get to really see and talk to anybody down okay. there. I kind of seen them at, at from far away, but okay, yeah, I, I, I you stick out. To, I remember at Equip, I saw you at some point because I was like, because I recognized you, so I, that made sense. And then we saw each other again at LAL, and I was like, oh, okay, so that. Then we put a face to a name, and um, that was super cool. So that that is this is like one minute into the show, it shows how important these industry events are. Is like you get to meet so many great people uh, and, and build relationships that way, and so. That's what we got to do at LAL, and we got to talk a little bit further and kind of hear a little bit more about your business, and we have Austin Ayers on with us uh, today to kind of share about how you've grown your business, man, and kind of what that journey has looked like for you. It's one that I'm excited to hear more about. Uh, it's one that I am intrigued about, and I think a lot of guys are going to learn a lot from it along the way, so I, I just kind of want to hop into it, man, and I see behind you, we're on a Zoom call, looks like you're a big Peyton Manning fan there, so I have to get into some football a little bit, uh, War Eagle, not go balls at all, so uh, anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's hop into it, dude, What what? tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started in business, what your company looked like, and all that. Well, I kind of got started in business. Uh, I kind of got born into it. My pa, he started a tree farm back in 76, and he started growing Christmas trees. And uh, he'd take them down to Atlanta, and he'd sell them down there. And uh, he used to grow them up in North Carolina. And so I always got brought up in the Christmas tree farm. I always loved doing it, but I kind of wanted to go on my own. Uh, dad and Paul and them, they, it's dad and Paul and then my dad's brother. And so they started and they didn't think that uh, it'd be enough money for the whole, everybody's family uh, to go into it because dad, he had two kids and then Big John had one kid. And so they just didn't think that everybody could dip in the pot and get enough money to live off of and enough money to support the tree farm. So I thought that I'd just go into lawn care because I seen uh, I used to mow whenever we had a restaurant. I'd always take care of the property around it, uh, and then it was on a tree farm, so I'd always mow it too. And uh, my buddy, he had a lawn care business, and uh, he always told me that he made pretty decent money, and uh, he always told me how much he enjoyed it. 
And so I thought that I'd just get in the lawn care business. Uh, I was in tech school at the time, and uh, I was going to be a diesel mechanic. And so they kind of told us that it was going to be 95% hands-on and then about 5% in the classroom, kind of learning on the computer what to do on that kind of stuff. But it turned out whenever I got there, we kind of sat on the computer 95% of the time, and uh, it was about hands-on 5% of the time. So I kind of didn't feel like I knew enough to go into the diesel mechanic trade. Uh, if I, I mean, you could have definitely went into it and got an apprenticeship job or something, but I just didn't feel like I was ready to go into it. And so I bought me a mower, a used Skag 61-inch walk behind uh i got me a used trailer and then i had my car that i always had since high school i had a tahoe and so i just kind of pulled that trailer with it and uh that's how i started i had a little uh echo 94 r weed eater and then i think i had a 111 r weed eater too a steel well I, it was both steels i'm sorry but that's kind of how i got started that's crazy, man. So, what was the timeline of that? How old were you at that point? Uh, 19 years old, I think. Okay, so right after school, right after high school? Yeah. How old are you now? 23. Okay, okay. So, you've been going at it for four years now? Is that right? Yep, this will be my fourth year. Cool, man. So, have uh, I, you're not married, I don't believe, right? But you are, you're in a relationship, dating... Yeah, I'm dating. Uh, I'm dating. Okay, so when you so you were single when you just or you you weren't married. You might have been dating the girl back then, but you weren't married uh, when you decided to go out and do this on your own. Has it been pretty much like your full time gig the whole time, um, or have you been doing like other side stuff, or have you have you gone all in on this? No, it's kind of been my full time gig. Uh, I've helped my dad a little bit in the winter time. Yeah, whenever, but. It's been my full-time gig. I hadn't done anything else. Uh, I've just done this and then landscaping, too. Awesome, awesome. So, and what part of what part of the country are you in? Uh, Johnson City, Tennessee. So, it's kind of over near Bristol, near the racetrack. All right, I hear you. Okay, so that's where the paid manning comes from, then, is that, that Tennessee uh, that Tennessee background there. So, I'm assuming yeah, you, you, my dad, he's always been a Tennessee fan. Okay, there we go. It's it's been passed down through the blood then. So I yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I love it, man. I, I um it's cool to see that, that that's go it, man, I'm telling you, people around the country don't understand college football in the South. Uh they just they just don't understand it. It's like a uh it's like a religion here almost. It's crazy how, how people get so in, enthralled in it. And so Peyton oh, wins. yeah, it's always been in my blood. Yeah. And I just love going down there to Neyland and getting to see the sea of orange. And there's no feeling like going in there in Neyland whenever it's loud and everybody's excited. Oh, it's just no better feeling. Well, come on down to Jordan Hare one day and we'll show you what a real stadium sounds like. So. Uh, that sounds <laughs> like a deal. Uh, that's awesome, man. So you, you've grown – uh, along the the past couple of years along the way what what have you done to grow like how have you grown it and what does your business look like currently um how, how what does that growth process look like well my first year it was kind of i was trying to figure it out it only grew by word of mouth 
uh last year really uh well the year before that it really kind of only grew by word of mouth and then my start going into my third year in business uh i kind of started finding some podcasts while i was working out doing some land clearing jobs uh and it kind of really started making me think about how i could learn so easy nowadays like i didn't have to go really read a book over here like all I had to do was just put an AirPod in while and not listen to music while I was working. And uh, I just listened to y'all talk like you or Brian Fullerton and all those other guys. I just listened to y'all talk and I'd listen to some of y'all's business strategies. And uh, I started putting out some door, some door hangers. Um, I dropped my worst route. Like I dropped my whole day last year. Uh, I had a day where I kind of went out of my service range. I dropped that whole day, but I gained all the profit back, just kind of raising my other prices whenever I go quote. Uh, and so I've just kind of been growing mostly by word of mouth, door hangers, uh, Facebook ads. I've done a little bit of it, but mostly just word of mouth. I mean, if I've done a good job, They'd kind of tell their friends. They'd call me. Uh, and then Facebook, too. I, if I shared out a post, somebody would usually text me off of there or they'd call me. But, yeah, that's that's kind of how I've grown. Uh, the first year, I more than doubled. I think that I was around, like, 15000 that first year. Uh, and then I think that I got to somewhere around thirty. I mean, it ain't perfect numbers, but... And then last year, I own my, I got to about fifty two. Yeah. But so That's I've awesome. been growing every year, but it, it definitely hadn't been the growth that I mean. Yeah, I'm nowhere in like the hundred thousands or nothing yet, but well, it hasn't been an overnight success. That's the thing is you're putting in the work, and and that's I think that's a story that needs to be talked about a little more. Is that it's not easy, like it's not. <sighs> It's not something that happens overnight. You don't grow to 100,000. You don't go to 300,000. You don't go to a million in a matter of days or weeks or even months. Like it takes years. It takes time. It takes work. And it's not like the process isn't easy. Like, like you're saying, you're sitting here and you've, you've grown organically. You've put the time in. You've gone out and done the work. Like all of those things have to be accounted for. And when you sit back and look at your business the last, three years you say we've grown year over year are you doing it solo right now yep solo my brother helps me sometimes he's in college to go be a teacher uh whenever he's not doing college uh having classes whenever he's out for the summer he helps me yeah so like you're out there busting it on your own uh getting the work in and that's but you're seeing growth you're seeing progress and that's what you have to sit back and look at of like and you and you sounds like you're making the right decisions like you you dropped that route that wasn't profitable and you're you're listening to self educating uh, content, and you're teaching and learning and growing, and um, all of those things are so crucial in this process of business growth and development that it doesn't happen overnight. And in this world of oh, we can be an influencer, oh, we can make a YouTube video, or oh, we can do a podcast, or oh, we can do this, or that, and the other, or we can mow tall grass, like, and make a bunch of money, like that is not what business is. That is not growing a business a sustainable year-over-year sellable business every single year and 
it is not, not to say you can't be that and and have a business. You definitely can have an online business and do that. I'm just saying that's not what the path for everyone is. And the way that it's it's gotten shoved down our throats the last five years, three years really, uh, is I think it's it's scary because there's a lot of guys that are around your age and younger that don't want to put in the work anymore. They don't want to go out and put the put in the the sweat equity to grow their company. And what does that drive for you? What keeps you going every day to to go out there and put that work in and grow your company? Uh, I just, my dad and my pa, they always beat worth, work ethic into me since ever I was a child. Uh, if I wasn't working, then, I mean, heck, you just wasn't doing nothing no good. I mean, you can't just sit around the house all day and expect a productive life. And I want a whole lot more out of my life than just to sit around and uh, not do nothing all day. I always got told that if you dream big and shoot for the moon, you'll hit the stars. Well, I'm trying to at least hit the stars, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I I love that. I I think that's so inspiring. Like, really, truly, it inspires me to hear you talk about that. And and it inspires me that you this is gonna sound bad, but I don't I don't want you to I don't want to I don't want you to take it this way at all. I want you to use it as motivation. Like it's it's cool and I think a lot of guys are gonna resonate that you're not making hundred and fifty thousand dollars in business in three years. Like because you're you're showing the path of of resistance, the path of real life, the path of real business, and that you like you're you don't have everything figured out overnight. And you're you're growing and learning and processing along the way, and that's why I think that it's so cool because like it's not an overnight success. You're not doing it into in a year or two. You're not growing to four hundred thousand. And now, look, I want you to make four hundred grand. I want you to make a million bucks. Like I know you want that. That's not oh, yeah. that's not the way that I'm coming across with this statement. It's it's just the fact that like there are times when you, when that doesn't happen. Like maybe the market that you're in, maybe your um, your situation as far as how much work you can put in or, or whatever the situation is, taking applied to your situation. But it's just like you just keep grinding. You just keep working, and you're seeing year-over-year growth. Like that's what matters. You're growing your top line. I assume you're growing your bottom line. And along the way, you're learning and, and, and growing yourself mentally and physically. So that's – uh. That's really inspiring, man. I think that's really cool. What what would you say about that that whole process of like the the growing year over year, but you're saying you you're not maybe you're not making as much as you would like to have made. What are some things you're doing to change that and, and help get to that that revenue level that you want to hit? Well, this year I'm definitely looking to hire a full time employee. Uh, I think that would take just I think whenever I get him hired and get him being able to uh work and do kind of the quality that I want of work I think that that'd take a lot of work off my back and I could get out and sell start selling more work just to have keep him busy and doing work and then hopefully if I can start selling I want to put start putting out some door hangers uh going door to door I want to start doing that this winter uh I've already went out to a few local neighborhoods and I've put out door hangers. Uh, I'm going to go follow up and go knock on doors whenever it gets a little nicer. Uh, This year I want to do some more mulching, some more kind of 
little bit of landscaping, just easy installs, uh, nothing really big. And then I want to add a few more yards to my route and then condense it down where it's closer to my house to where I don't have to drive as far and put as much gas into it. Okay. Yeah, those are some those are some really cool strategies. I mean, shrinking your service area, get that get those routes in there, get them tighter. Uh, that's definitely a, a number number one, number two top priority there. And then adding some services as well, like adding the landscaping in is cool. Um, the the spring rush will be here before you know it. I mean, you're in Tennessee, so you're uh, do you know how far you are from Birmingham? No, I'm not sure. I think Bristol's like I don't know, four hours, five hours, maybe. It's like you're not far. You're not far from me at all. When do y'all? When will y'all start? Uh, like your first cuts and things. Like your real, you start really mowing for the spring. Well, I mean, we usually start somewhere around March first, especially if it's been a warm winter. Uh, if okay, it's so been you're really starting, you're cold, on the same schedule then. Yeah, yeah. If it's really cold winter, we usually start maybe second week week of March, but it's usually around the first of March. Okay, that's awesome. I, I didn't know if you'd start later. What are you mainly cutting up there? What kind of grass? Uh, Kentucky thirty one usually. Okay. Uh, there's some Bermuda over here and some zoysia, but mostly tall fescue grass. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I didn't think you'd have a bunch of Bermuda that far up. Uh, it's mainly, I mean, Bermuda honestly stops like about two or three hours north of me. Uh, when you get up into Huntsville and the the Tennessee state line, like Bermuda starts fading out pretty quickly. Uh, I know guys there that are doing some uh, Kentucky blue and uh, fescue and things. So, I uh, it's cool to see that you can start in in March as well. So, man, I, th- I think you just come out of the gates firing. Uh, come out of the gates ready to go and and take spring and and just grab it by the horns and run with it, dude. I think that's going to be a an awesome year for you ahead. Um, what what can you share about your growth journey that you think you should uh, you could give some advice to other guys along the way? Maybe maybe looking back on those early years, um, did did people doubt you? Was there anything that held you back? Like, what are some advice you would give to guys that are starting out this year? There was a little doubt, but honestly, there was more help than doubt. Uh, whenever I needed help from somebody, usually all I had to do was ask them, and they were more than willing to help. But the thing was that I was scared to ask sometimes. Uh, and talking to people, I have never been uh, real outgoing. I've kind of been shy and a little laid back. And I figured out that you can't be like that, really, if you want a business. Yeah. Uh you got to kind of get out there, be a go-getter. You got to talk to people. Uh, the more people you know, the easier it's going to be to get jobs, the easier it's going to be to get help. Uh, the more people you kind of know in business, the easier it's going to be in business because you got somebody to talk to uh, that can help you through the problems that's probably already been through that problem and knows the best way to get through it. Um and knowing my numbers was a big thing there. I'm still working on it. That's probably my number one thing that I'm working on this year. Uh, I didn't do too good keeping up with my numbers last year. So I'm wanting to hire a bookkeeper this year just to be able to do my taxes and kind of keep my numbers in line to tell me kind of what I need to do 
to help my taxes the best that I can. Yeah, man, I love it. I think that's that's awesome. That's really good info for guys that are starting. I mean, the the going out and being a go getter, uh, kind of growing your network is huge. I was the same way when I started my business. Like I didn't. I've always been able to like talk to people and start conversation pretty well, but I wasn't like, oh, let me go out of my way to talk to somebody. And you kind of have to be that way when you want to run a business and you want to grow your business. And I've said this a million times, probably on the show, uh, definitely just in life. I don't think I've had said on here in a long time, but it's not about who I know. It's all about who knows me. Because like, I know a lot of people around my community who they are. Like I follow them on Facebook. I'm friends with them on Facebook, but like they don't know who I am from anywhere. And so like that doesn't benefit me at all by knowing who they are. If they don't, if they don't know who my company is to call on when they need something done, then what benefit does that relationship serve me? Well, it's not a real relationship because I know who they are from social media. Like that's it or name around the town. So put a focus on this year, getting around guys uh, and, and girls, people in your community that have names, that have businesses, have other uh, properties, and build a relationship with them. Ask to take them to lunch. Uh, get around some property management companies. Ask to take them to lunch. Um, Sam Gimble said on our show, uh, get, take, get, get through the gatekeeper by taking some, some donuts or some lunch or something to a corporate office one day and just being like, hey, want to drop this off? It costs you 30 40 bucks to get something to cater from a Mexican restaurant or something. Drop that off. Say here, here's our card. Just wanted to say thank you for what y'all are doing in the community, and want to provide for lunch for you. Let me know if we can help you in the future. Some, something like that, and that's a great way to get in a door um, for people out there that are trying to grow your network. And so um, that that is you are giving to someone, and when you know how to give properly and solve someone's pro- someone's problem the right way without even to ask them, like there's a lot of people that are sitting in an office. Oh, what are we gonna do for lunch today? And then you show up with lunch, like you're solving a problem, and you never even asked. You didn't. You didn't ask what what do they need for today. Um, you didn't ask them what do they want for lunch. You just solve it. And so when you can do that, people respect that and they appreciate it. And so um, that's a really good way to go about growing your relationships this year. And, and I would say that's awesome, man. That you're putting a focus on that and, and putting um, your energy and effort towards it. Is there uh, is there anything else we missed that you want to kind of talk about? I mean. What is your what is your actual day to day business look like? Are you mainly mowing for the most part right now? It's mostly mowing, and whenever mowing's full swing, yeah. Uh, in the winter time, I kind of do some land clearing and just any kind of landscaping job that'll just make me a little money. But in the in the summertime, uh, it's full mowing. I might pick up like a little mulch job or something, but other than that, it's just mowing. Okay, but this year you want to kind of branch out into some more mulch and things? Yeah, especially in the start, like in the springtime, uh, I'd like to do some mulch installs, and then I'd like to get into some more spring cleanups and kind of fall cleanup kind of stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a I, uh, big proponent of that. There's a lot of money to be made in it if you price it the right way um, and present it to the customer the right way. Uh, tell them that you're – Dress that you're adding value to their property, which you are. It's adding an aesthetic uh, to it that they don't that they don't already have. And so, uh, man, I, I think that this year's gonna be awesome for you. I'm excited to hear to check back in in a couple months and hear how the spring went for you. Is there anything you want to hit before we wrap the show up that we missed? I mean, is there any advice you have that you've been sitting on that you want to share out there um, to guys 
maybe they're not getting started, but they're just in business. They're young. They're figuring it out. Well, just go to as many events as you can, like Jeremiah said. Uh, the more places that you put yourself in to be successful, the better chance that you're going to be successful. Uh, whenever you go to those things, I kind of didn't believe it hearing uh, on all the podcasts about the energy and the, the stuff that goes on down there. Uh, everybody's there to learn. Everybody's there just to talk and network. Don't be scared to just go up and talk to somebody about business if you got questions because uh, they probably got an answer. They've probably been in it longer than you if you're just starting out. So just go ask questions and learn and consume as much information as you can. I love it, dude. I love it. Keep pushing, keep pushing on. Uh, keep grinding this year. I think that you're going to grow a lot. I think you're going to grow your network. Like you said, like you said, guys, like you hear it firsthand here. Get to these events. Um, we've got the Long Care Life Conference coming in February the twenty third and twenty fourth down here, right here in Sweet Home Alabama. So, um, right in, right outside of our city, right outside of uh, Trustville. If you're coming, you want to stay in Trustville. So you could shoot me a message, a text, DM for anything, uh, any info on that if you wanted to. But go to thelongcarelife.com, and I think it's under the events tab uh, or the conference tab. Um, we'll take you to get tickets for that event so it's going to be a good time getting to meet, network and meet more people and hang out here locally so look forward to seeing people from all across the country come into that and uh, some great speakers and some great networking that go along with that as well so guys without any further ado that's going to wrap this one up um where can everybody follow along with you austin if they want to kind of keep up with your journey and maybe ask you some questions as you grow uh southern pros lawn care and landscaping on facebook and then i'm on instagram too and then I've got a YouTube channel, and it's Ball Farmer. I love it, dude. I love it. Well, I'll have to go check out that YouTube channel and uh, see what you got going on over there. So, guys, keep on crushing out there. Spring is right around the corner. We're less than four weeks away now. It's going to be an awesome year. Uh, I'm excited for it. Also sitting here fixing his mustache up. I love it. He's getting, twisting the ends out right in front of his Peyton Manning pictures. How much more Tennessee does it get than that? I don't know that it does. And so – uh, I love it, man. Thank you so much for your time this morning. I thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm glad to do it. I'm glad to get guys like you on that are that are young and hustling and growing uh, and learning along the way and sharing your story. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. I super appreciate your time and energy and uh, thought into listening to our show. I know you got a bunch of podcasts to listen to. It, it means the world that you choose to listen to ours a little bit. Um, throughout the week three times a week we actually put out shows so we got a Monday Wednesday Friday we'll be here with you on the next one whenever that is so thanks for tuning in guys and we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next one thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green podcast it is an honor to have you listening and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops